Hi. It's me, Nick. Hi. Thank you. You're listening to me. I'm Nick Flanagan. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. And I'm back. And I'm happy to be back. I sort of missed having an episode this past week. Sad. But just the very beginning of this new week is when this episode's out. So what's the difference? Friends, it ain't easy. And, and this is not an episode about how it's not easy. I've been encouraged by a nameless listener. Focus on some happy stuff. And that's what I'm going to do. But in the short term, I do want to remind you that it's not been the easiest month here. We're just starting to thaw out of this extra long, fairly annoying period of everything being closed in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, which wouldn't matter particularly because there's some job issues, let's say. Not a lot of work to be had anyway, so... If everything's open but you can't afford to go out, not that that's me. I'm thriving. What are you supposed to do? You can't go out anyway. This is a thing. The whole lockdown restrictions thing. If you're a saddie, if you're someone with financial issues, you're always restricted. Think about that, okay, before you get off in your high horse. And the higher the horse, the bigger the fall. Don't forget that. And the higher the horse, the more when the horse fall, danger for the horse. Do you want to hurt a horse? Don't ride it if it's too high. I think you know what I mean. But I've got aspirations. I've got manifestations. Lots going on. And and one of those is to give you more of this beautiful content. If I could put out three episodes a week again, because I've done it in the past, I'd be so happy. I have these interviews I haven't even gotten to fixing up. But man, when I get cracking, I'm going to get cracking. When I get, I just got a new computer, and I like it, but I'm, I haven't, like, adjusted to doing, you know, like, the stuff I was doing on the old computer on the new one. And get your mind out of the gutter. But that too. And one of those is recording the podcast. But man, when I'm recording that podcast on this new computer, which is not very new, it's from 2014, there will be hell to pay. (laughs) Today is an episode of gratitude. I am grateful and happy to report things to you. I am happy to report to you things that I am grateful for. And let's start it because I know this is relatable. I know this is universal. You cannot shared streaming service passwords and account names. Oh, where would we be without them? I'm not going to blow up anyone's spot, but let's just say a lot of things that I'm watching things on, I pay no money for. And I thank you for those. And there are people who are using accounts of mine. I try to pay it forward. You know, I'm just saying, Disney Plus, ideally, three people are paying for it. The rest of the world is uh, leeching it. And then all these other ones. We don't even get those here. 
It's so funny. One of the reasons I've always been driven crazy by living in Canada is just there are so many things that never get to us. Little Caesar's Pizza. I think we got that like five years ago. And extra confusing is Little Caesar's Pizza. The saying of the Caesar guy is Pizza Pizza, which is the name of pretty much the main international, the, the sorry, the main um, countrywide chain Pizza Pizza in Canada. Now, is Pizza Pizza the best pizza pie? No. But it's out there, and you know it if you're in Canada, which not all of my listeners are. Fr- frankly, to be honest, I'm drinking a brewski. Don't do that normally. I'm just trying to get in the vibe of it. Grateful to have this brewski. It's by... It's called Marco Polo. And it's made by the Indie Ale House Brewing Company. So check them out. I'm enjoying it. It's an Italian-style Pilsner. And shout-out to the dude who fixed my computer up and got a really nice new HDD in there. I'll have to tell you guys his company's name later. I'm grateful to him. We did it barter and trade style. I got my computer sorted out as part of a trade. This is not how a society should function, but I definitely think it should be a part of how it functions. Don't try to get give me... No, this guy wrote me. Hey, will you trade? I don't even remember what it was. For the uh, some of my video games, but not this one. It's too expensive. All right, buddy. Good luck with that. All the things we think are expensive, they're not always going. You could be stuck with this so-called expensive thing uh, for years, just because and you just because you don't think it's worth the same as. I don't even remember what he was trying to get off of me. It probably wasn't that good, but honestly, just and I don't want it. But you know, when someone says you can't have something, that's when you want it. <laughs> I think I'm getting out of the happiness and gratitude portion of, of, of this and getting a bit cl- too close to gripes for my con- com- comfort. What am I grateful for? Uh, streaming services? Hell yeah. I don't even know if... I mean, that's what's kind of the point p- past the pandemic forcing us all inside I'm kind of like coming to my senses and I'm being like oh yeah I like I do like seeing movies whether or not they're on streaming services or DVDs or Blu-ray Lord in the theater what a feeling going to the theater hello Mr. Man <laughs> you might say to the ticket taker and then the ticket taker's like hey uh, we got a fucking session over are you interested? Yes, please, Mr. Man. Man, they say, hey, let me escort you there. And the ticket taker takes you by the arm, walks you to the concession stand, points at the different things on the menu. What do you want, little boy? I'll have the po- a large popcorn and some M&Ms, please. Butter? Butter's extra. We have the butter goo, you know, over there. And then the man, ticket taking man, buys you the food you asked for. And you get to. He's not paying extra for butter in this anecdote. They'll be like, oh, it's. The butter is $2. How much is the large popcorn? It's $11. 
Butter's $2 on top of that. No! For $13? Do you know I could buy a uh, low-quality PlayStation 2 game for $13 with shipping right now if I wanted to, and you're trying to sell me popcorn with butter for that much? I don't think so. $11, though, and then you put the goo on it. How different? <laughs> like, what is... Is that margarine? What is that stuff? And where's it coming from? I, I know I'm misremembering. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, butter's extra, but they still feel bad for people who don't want to pay extra but want that buttery feel so that their popcorn isn't dry and bird food. So they have that, like, I guess it's like a hot bucket with a top, and then it has, like, one of those little pressed-down spouts on it kind of like you would with a pot, uh, ketchup or mustard dispenser. This is like probably one of the most disgusting types of um, contraptions. The large-scale condiment dispenser. But I am grateful for them to keep them. But it's, it's just if you were to empty a, like a large yellow mustard thing on somebody... I, their life would be ruined. And actually, that was uh, Norm MacDonald, if you go through his old Letterman uh, appearances, one of his best ones is when he's telling this story about pulling a, a prank in Ottawa at some, maybe a Vanier Cup, some sort of big football game, and he decides to throw one of those <laughs> dispensers. Anyway, they got these dispensers and they're full of a buttery goo that is not butter. So what is it? How's it being kept warm? Is it warm? I don't totally remember if it's warm. If you know what the goo is at movie theaters, please write weeklypodcast at gmail.com W-E-A-K-L-Y and although I'm saying please, I act, it's, it's not a request. This is a demand, baby. You know what else I'm grateful for? YouTube drama. I am... As much as I'm loving that streaming and all of this stuff is something without the pandemic I would love still, YouTube, I don't know. And I've, I mean, look, I've been sad man on YouTube for at least six years now, but it's just, I think we're, I'm scrounging to find more things. Like, I know that the YouTube content pool is huge, but I feel like I'm only getting suggested a very narrow range of things. And the video game ones, I watch all these retro video gamers. They're all guys who are like roughly three to six years older than me. And they'll be like, hey guys, uh, anyone excited about the new Sega Dreamcast uh, chords that make it look better? Ugh. Or they'll be like, here's a bunch of games that start with R. And they give a list of games that start with R. It's a very specific niche and some may say purposeless uh, world of videos, but I do watch them. But I've taken, like, that second step 
when you're watching YouTube videos, which is the drama stuff. So it's not enough that you're watching some guy talk about video games. You then have to watch a video by another video game guy who has a problem with what this video game guy is, is, uh, is doing in his ethics. And that's where I'm at. I'm watching people call each other grifters. And I've actually been doing that for a long time. So, you know what, though? On the gratitude list, I am grateful for the people who don't have a lot of viewers, don't have a lot of listeners, and still use their platform to attack larger accounts. I do not think this is fruitless. You have my respect. I'm not quite one of you. But if you are someone who does that and you want to come on my podcast and you're not too, you know, Gamer Gatey, let's talk. This does get to another problem with YouTube, though, where <laughs> you watch some video where a guy's like completely nailing why you hate some other YouTuber, you know, some account or some politician, anyone. And then halfway through, you'll realize these are some, like, weird, super bad people whose views are not like yours. You are only united by disliking this person who makes how-to videos about building your own computers. I've also been obsessed lately with uh, fake it till you make it gone wrong which is most of the time involves big companies. Most famously, recently, uh, Elizabeth Holmes' Theranos story is a big one. Where And there's a really good uh, kind of mini-documentary uh, by a, something called Cold Fusion on YouTube. Just look up Theranos Cold Fusion. You'll find it. It's got a gay, great clip of her accidentally using her real voice, because if you've ever heard... Elizabeth Holmes talk, it's kind of more like this. It goes, first they say you're bad, then they, then they try to hurt you. Like, she kind of talks like, if I would imagine she, the way she, she thinks she sounds like Keanu Reeves at his most composed. And uh, who wouldn't want to sound like that? I certainly aspire to it, but uh, Elizabeth does not really talk like this. And it's not just something where, you know, it, it was, uh, what do you call it, idiocy. I mean, there is some very intentional lying in there. And Cold Fusion has quite a few things like that. And so there are people who say, you know, just fake it till you make it. And then you see these ones where it's just people are faking it. And then, wow, they make it, if that makes any sense. They make it, and then they're like, better keep faking it. I don't want that. I've, I have posted publicly that I'm something of an anti-confidence advocate. My friend reminded me, you can be that, but that doesn't mean you don't have to be a little proud or know what you can do, which is something I've struggled with, feeling capable of anything. But do other people who sweat a lot have this? I can get really sweaty, and you know, if I'm sweaty enough and my hair is sticking to my forehead, and my nose is running or something, like, I don't think I have one skill in the world. 
you know, and you're outside, and it's not that warm, but you're sweating. I, I feel like being sweaty can sometimes really impact how we see ourselves. Oh. But yeah, so I'm going to manifest this, like, idea of just knowing I can pull it off. I know, and you know if you listen to it, there is a certain je ne sais quoi about the work that is being put out here. I don't know what it is either, but I'm going to keep doing it. And it's not that I hope people like it. Like, this is a weird air that I'm in. I don't necessarily care or expect a ton of people to like this. But I somehow require this to be the only thing I do and me to survive. Finding this balance, that's the story of 2022. Probably it should be trying to get the word out about climate change. Probably it should be focusing on um, fighting disinformation globally or at least nationally, start locally. But no, I'm going to make it my project this year will be my project that has been most of the years, getting people to like my output, my creative output. That's my mission statement. It's kind of getting late. I am going to finish this drink. I think you're wonderful. I hope you have a great week. Hopefully I'm back this week to grace you with a little more fun. Take care. Oh, man. Nick. Flanagan Weekly Nick Flanagan Weekly